Welcome back to The Vibe. Upon moving to New York almost five years ago, I met Lisa in an event. I'm still not sure which one it was, but once we met, that was it. The bond was there. I'll be honest, so much has changed in five years. I found love, Lisa got married, we were both hustling in our wellness fields, and I lost a bit of touch with her, but like I said, that bond was always there. So when I reached out, I was so excited to speak to my friend again, especially because we were talking about something that I have been feeling for so for such a long time, and I felt that it was really important to talk about in the climate of this world today. Lisa, show, Lisa shows something that I always say, but today we're diving deep, and that is protecting your peace. Lisa, I would love for you to introduce yourself, my sweet, vivacious, smart beauty. Thank you. That sounded like a candle lighting ceremony at a bat mitzvah, and I'm coming up right again. <laughs> Don't worry, we're gonna get to your entrances and and your uh, moments, so don't don't get Perfect. people too into it. <laughs> so um, normally I have like a whole elaborate, you know, who I am, professional one hundred and one. But I feel like since this podcast episode is about detachment, you know, I am just me. Um, that's that's truly who I am. But um, who I am to most of the world is. Um, I'm a nutritionist, I'm a registered dietitian, I'm a wellness blogger, I run the well necessities, but mainly what I do is I use mindfulness to help people learn to honor and trust their bodies and their being. So just helping people step into their power um, is really something that uh, I work to do myself and hope to bring to the world. Yeah, no, I mean, I always see you and I'm like, she's filled with this energy and joy. And I know that that doesn't, that takes work and it definitely doesn't always come easy, but you always do like this amazing job of making sure that we see like this enlightened soul and that doesn't always come easy. And, you know, with that being said, I know you to be this like wild ball of energy. You are like the biggest lover, silly human. I mean, guys, she did a little dance midway down her, walking down her wedding aisle and then recited her vows in form of a song. And I believe if my stalking was correct, it was Hamilton's musical. Sharing is something that has been such a part of your life. Can you briefly explain the beginning of when you really started to protect your peace and really detach from social media? Yeah, so just to back up for a moment, I think what you said, like, I am, I don't think I always am that vivacious ball of energy, but I think I'm constantly returning to, like, who I am, and I get lost, and I come home, and I get lost, and I come home, so um, this is true today, it'll be true tomorrow, it'll be true in a year from now, um, but so, you know, I don't feel like I've ever just arrived, but I love how you brought up my wedding, because it happens to be, I don't think you even realized it, a great example of how I have gotten really good at protecting my peace and creating boundaries so that I can show up as my best me. So at my wedding, actually, and I love my, you know, I love my parents dearly. They're good people. I've had, you know, there were, there were, there were no, you know, um, I didn't have a terrible childhood at all, Mm -hmm. but around my parents, I'm not my, my most me. Um, I, just am a little bit reverted I might get like triggered in some way absolutely I understand yeah so I love them and I'm grateful for you know everything that they've given me so just to kind of just understand that 
but I'm just not my most self. I can't be my authentic self around them. Or I, I, I can really relate to that feeling a lot. And especially on a high anxiety day, I certainly knew that like, you know, being with, with them in the moment before my husband just felt strange to me before I even arrived. So, um, I just really didn't feel like it made sense for like, I felt very dated to have my parents like give me away to my husband when like I truly felt like I was giving a part of myself away that I've grown to know. So absolutely. Yeah. People were like, I was surprised how, um, how much people resonated with this and it wasn't meant to be a statement at all. I loved it. I was like 100%. Did you meditate too? Like in the middle of it? Like you did something. I don't even know what you did. Yeah. My parents walked me down halfway because, um, you know, didn't want to hurt their feelings either. (laughs) And, And then I, um, had a, like a little dance to, I didn't mean that wasn't planned. We just, I had them transition the music into this song that I always envisioned myself walking down the aisle to, which is like, when you came into my life, I knew I would be your wife, whatever. And <laughs> so they walked ahead and I got to like a moment to kind of just like, I guess you could call it meditating, just like collect myself for what would really be kind of like the, the second half of the aisle. Yeah. Um, where I like met my husband there and the Hamilton musical part was yeah in my vows uh, my husband and I love Hamilton and it was that was I right though because that was a total like I wasn't sure yeah so I made up my own lyrics to the the tune of Hamilton and rehearsed it with the band and then surprised (laughs) him in the middle and he was like super confused because he thought that the band was like interrupting my vows (gasps) because the music came first stop it (laughs) yeah, so just, you know, I, I'm silly, and my husband, who's a much more silly, serious personality, like, loves the silliness of me, um, so I wanted to kind of bring that as a way to start our, you know, future together. Absolutely, which couldn't have been more perfect. Thank you, yeah, so I want, that That was me protecting my peace. Mm-hmm. Um in a non-social media world, but I think it's not just about protecting your your peace or yourself or being a self-advocate online. Um, It's everywhere that you go. You know, how you do one thing is how you do everything, whatever that expression is. Um, And and so it's not just with social media that I begin to do that. Amazing. So I guess that takes away from my my second question, kind of, but I guess – I guess, no, I guess I'll stick with it. When yeah. did the feeling of having large Instagram breaks happen? And they weren't just breaks. They were also a big reflection of, for like like we were saying, a reflection of how you do things is a, it, whatever we're saying, we were just saying. But when did you start to realize that you didn't like need to share every single thing with everyone? And what, like, and it could be like obviously outside of Instagram, but I'm just men- mentioning Instagram for the sole purpose of that's the main app everyone uses. When what was like the why and the how of why you de- why you decide to do this? And you're really vocal about it on your Instagram page for uh, as for a big for a big reason. And there's like a, there's this is the reason I wanted you on because I wanted people to understand you can detach and break away, but people yeah. don't understand why and how some people do it or you know they really don't. So I think what you're kind of getting at here is the importance of detaching your worth from social media, which um, 
just to kind of back up, like you mentioned, we met five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the word influencer even existed at that time, or it was kind of just coming into fruition. So you and I, and you know, a small group of others, I'd say, started using Instagram before the word influencer existed. I agree. So I kind of stepped into this public platform completely not knowing what I was doing. And then all of a sudden it became my career and I never really evaluated like what that would look like. Um, And I started to notice, I mean, I knew it was happening, but I started to be brave enough to detach from it. Mm -hmm. I knew immediately that like, my self-worth in some way was caught up in, you know, the amount of likes on a photo or losing followers or gaining followers. You know, I noticed how that my emotional, my, my chemical reaction right. would be, you know, high and serotonin endorphins if like a photo got a lot of likes and how it would kind of, I'd have a knot in my stomach post uploading a photo waiting to see. And then if it didn't do well, you know, I was somewhere along the way storing that in a part of me that said, you know, you are, you know, not that great, I guess. Um, And somewhere along the way, I woke up to the fact, I remember, I don't remember where I was or what happened, but I guess, you know, I started to see people growing and getting myself caught up in the rat race of it and started to see very clearly that there's no ceiling in in the site, meaning there's no finish line to Instagram or anything that involves numbers, whether it means making money or gaining followers or whatever. And so every time I arrived at a marker that I always thought would be really exciting because it looked so exciting for other people when they hit 10K followers, 25K, 50, blah, blah, blah. Like, I was like, wow, like, I got to get there. Like, looks like such a stable place where they're at, you know, then I'll feel good. But every time I hit one of those markers or whatever, like, I felt A, nothing, but just like I had to get to the next one. Right. Um, so I took like a good look at that and was kind of just like, no, we're not going to do that. Like, I think it's incredible to be authentic and show up and grow an account. But for me personally, I tried to not get caught up in in all that um, and really focus on like the quality of my audience and nurturing who's already there um, here than like looking for new all the time. And I think that that mindset like can bleed into all aspects of your life before we got on this call we were talking about like simplicity, you know? We could always go out and get the latest handbag or new shoes and while I have no problem with any of that, I'd of like course. to get those things, right? To be able to be content with what you have takes reframing of your mind and, and retraining. Absolutely. You couldn't be more right. So when it comes to protecting your peace, and I take phone-free breaks now, and mm-hmm. that kind of came in January 2018. I turned my cell phone off for a week and chucked it in the drawer. Um, and I did that after uh, two things kind of happened. One, I was on vacation with my husband, uh, like a quick weekend trip to Miami, but like a trip that we so needed and I was so looking forward to. And like, as soon as I got to the beach where I envisioned I would be just like relaxed and chilling, right? Like I was just addicted to my phone, checking Instagram, scrolling, liking, looking for uh. that bolt, uh, bolster of, um, 
you know, applause. Of course. Communication back. Like, I got addicted to the stimulation. Um, and I was like, this is not me. Because throughout the years, I've always been really good at, like, leaving my cell phone down and, like, going to dinner or going for a walk without it, where a lot of people I knew, regardless of, you know, their use of social media, have always been addicted to their phone. Um, And that just felt super ugly to me. Yeah. And then on that same trip, I remember it was New Year's, and, like, I was having a great time, and I went to the bathroom, like, New Year's, and, like, I am a wellness blogger. Like, there's no reason for me to be checking my email on New Year's at, like, 1 a.m., you know? But it was so reflexive. Right. I checked my email and my text message, whatever, and I checked my email, and I saw one come in, and I opened it, and it was um, from somebody that, you know, I love, but they said some some not nice things to me that that was really their own stuff. But I was just – I realized how unguarded, unprotected, let's use that word – I am at all times and the way we all are by way of a cell phone and how quickly we communicate and people can just ruin, make or break our day with a simple text message or comment on our Instagram post or email, a stranger, a loved one, whatever it is, like we're so available. Yeah. Um, And I kind of needed to take that power back and be like, and slow down the way I'm reachable. So that actually leads me to my next question, which was, was that the, like the straw that broke the camel's back? Was that like the moment for you that you were like, I no longer am going to let that happen? And was that the moment that you were like, I'm shifting my perspective and I'm living in the moment no longer? Like, will I let my, the outside forces like take my current mood? Um, I mean, I wish that 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 was true, but I think, like I said in the beginning, I'm constantly returning back to living in the moment Mm -hmm. and reminding myself, you know, I I always say, um, which is something Tara Brock Brock says, I don't know if you know who she is, she's a mindfulness, you know, expert, psychotherapist, and she always says, like, the the goal is to remember to remember, and when we are triggered or upset or something, like, we forget everything, we forget we can't be rational. We forget our self-soothing tools. So I always say, like, my goal is to remember to remember. So even to this day, um, just to be super, like, authentic and honest, like, I get caught up in the same shit that I always have. And then I have to remember to remember that, like, only I can be me. And however I'm going to do it needs to be done. So I think, like you just said before we got on this call, too, how you run... How, how you run your podcast is authentic to you and you don't get caught up in how other people do it or like the you don't get caught in yeah. that like anytime I've you know gone to do something I feel like first I have to like do it wrong to then return to me so um, <laughs> that was the moment that I realized that to truly live a mindful life um, and practice what I preach like and have a career or whatever you want to call it on where social media has a lot to do with it I need to protect my peace and I need to have a healthy relationship to my phone to um social media specifically and not be afraid to lose my relevancy by taking breaks and the coolest thing happens when you take these breaks because like your world gets so much bigger yeah than than this little narrow instagram hole that you create for yourself so i i i get so egotistical 
when I'm on that app and then when I get off and I'm in my role as being a wife or an aunt or all the things that like I think really are my true identities like I don't care how many followers I have and nobody around me gives a shit about how many followers I have like <laughs> you know like real life friends like I'm always like the laughing joke like every no a hundred percent very lovingly but every speech at my wedding was Nobody, nobody in my real life is impressed by this, you know. A hundred percent. They are in some ways. They like, you know, they're very impressed with what I've created as a business. Of course, of course. But still, it's like I know exactly where you're coming from there. So nobody's just like, oh my god, you're a blogger. How'd you grow your Instagram in real life? Like my niece is not like so. Your followers, you know, and I'm like, okay, like I don't need this, and it's great to just know that I don't need this, and like. I think when you um, have the safety and security in your life outside of your self-worth that may be caught up and if it's not social media, maybe it's your job or you're, a lot of people get caught up in like a perfectionist nature of being whatever it is they are, whether that's their career or, or the best, whatever. Like when you move away from that, you can just be like, and you find that inner peace, um, you know, you could always return to that. Yeah. So I get lost and then I return to that all the time. I mean, even last night I found myself like scrolling and really feeling um, like I'm not doing enough. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I should be, you know, making more TikToks to better get my message out. And like (laughs) TikTok is like, I don't know, it's just, I'm not like being pulled in that direction. So why am I trying to be inauthentic like let other people have more followers than me and what i need to like be happy for that absolutely for out their truth you know it's like it's your turn now you go <laughs> yeah and that, that's that's who i truly am right or I yeah that's who i truly am but when i get like triggered and i get you know i project my own stuff like it's not cool so i gotta remember to remember and continue to practice and do all that stuff so for myself, we, I mean, we were both saying that like we could easily not talk for five years and then hop back into a conversation like it's nobody's business. So for myself, when I find myself in these moments when I look inward and obviously like I'm not going to say self-isolate, but I'm in my own moment, I find that it's hard for my friends to understand where I'm coming from and that concept that it's not hurtful, that it's just a me trying to literally clear my own mind. For you, how have you dealt with that? Because obviously that's not easy for all people to understand. Oh, I'm on my own journey right now. Oh, right now I'm not avoiding you. I'm just doing this. It's 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 something I have dealt with, I think, my whole life, like of just being my own person, of just being such a type of a creature. And I feel like you as well have exuded this type of energy that you too like find moments where you need to figure things out and like no not one nor person can be can interrupt that like how do you deal with that because I feel like a lot of people in this time can't seem to do it because they're afraid of how other people would react to it and I'm like how can you worry about someone else when like you're your first priority you are number one so I'm going to shift this question back to you in a second because I think actually you could help people more than this. <laughs> because for me, I have a very small inner circle of people that I speak to every day and they are um, very similar to me in the sense that they, mm, they're not similar to me, but they hold space for me yeah. and I hold space for them in different ways. 
Um, and I've never had, like, for example, I completely went off the radar last week or two weeks ago when I was going through some, like, very deeply personal stuff. And the few friends that checked in, you know, I'd just be like, can't talk, like, just going through stuff, whatever. And they'd send me a text, like, thinking of you, you know, like, nobody pushed too hard. Mm-hmm. Um, when I go on the phone free breaks in general, where I turn my phone off yeah. for a week or so, I do give my inner circle the heads up of what's happening totally um but other than that I don't feel that I've had like pushback but I'm sure other people do so tell us how you do it um you know the or tell us the feeling that the feeling well the thing is is I feel like first of all you're on a different wavelength than I am because like just in Instagram world which I hate to have to put it that way but like you like have way more of way more of a following and you have like way more of I feel like like this social like I'm not gonna call it pressure but like this social like I feel like people expect to hear from you a lot I feel like that's what people expect from a lot of bloggers and people so for me when I stopped posting less because I did I I told you I wanted to start a podcast because I really wanted my voice to be heard but I noticed the difference for me was that I noticed people being more like, oh, why are you doing this rather than like continuing to do this? And now, which which is bizarre. It's like, why do you care? At the end of the day, like straight up, why do you care if it's a photo or for whatnot? But for me, it's, I noticed people, I noticed, I noticed way more comparisons when people ask me rather than like, just realize that I'm doing something because I want to do it because it's good for me um so for me when I brought it up it's like oh but why would you or like how could you or like how do you and for me it's it's similar to you or it's easier to detach and maybe it comes from a place of you know for me when I turned 24 I really said to myself I no longer will accept xyz and ever since you know every I would say every three years my like goals change and whatnot but with that with that being said I will say that during those times I think some people have reacted shockingly which I understand because they're like you're this person how are you gonna try to be like not something else but some you know like a how are you planning to do this and a lot of people don't understand just like the wellness journey of just like I just want to be better like I just don't want to be like an asshole like I just don't want to be what I was maybe in college like a lot of people don't like like and maybe that was a better way to put it but a lot of people just don't get that and I feel like that is something that I feel like you and me and many other people on a platform have felt whether because I I totally feel you I have like that group of people who just get it that like I'm not talking to you for like two weeks it's not because I don't love you it's fully because like I need to like hop off of the wagon for a bit but like again I'd be lying if I said you know at moments at first I wasn't not like judged or felt like put a little bit in weird places but how would you tell somebody you know who may be feeling that like that it's 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 okay it's okay to be judged by others it's okay to like let go of those feelings and thoughts like you know give us give us your advice like we need your we need your pep okay got it I think that um sometimes people may be standoffish if you're doing something different than what you previously did whether that's you know you used to go out and drink with them and now you're not doing that anymore because you're prioritizing your well-being or um some you know as we change life phases and we grow um sometimes some people don't grow sometimes they stay the same and so when they see you um moving away from their 
um, how they know you, how they know your relationship, that can really pull on their heartstrings or their um, their own insecurities. Absolutely. So um, when it comes to, like you mentioned, like my platform and things like that, I think, you know, any sort of kickback that I may have gotten has, you know, again, I never meant to be an influencer, but if I can influence people to think differently to in a way that could help them, um, I'm here to do that. And I think the best way to be an influencer is to um, behave rather than tell. Like, I'm not here to tell my audience what to do with their phone, but or their life or even what they eat or what they drink. Of course. If I show them what I'm doing um and you know in a very non-judgmental way like this is what i'm doing it's best for me it has made a lot of light bulbs go off in their mind of okay well she's brave enough to take a social media break let me see how this feels for me exactly Um, in my personal life i guess i could relate a little bit to when i started an instagram account um i did lose friends that didn't supported, understand it. I knew we're talking about me negatively, um, didn't understand this persona, um, which by the way is like the actual me. I know it's so tough like to talk about it now. I'm with you on that because like I am who I am. There is no persona. It's just like we are who we are, but like that's for another time. (laughs) Yeah, well it's it's a facet of me that maybe not all my friends get to see. Absolutely. it's, It's a very open heart, vulnerable situation that um, I, for some reason, am very comfortable sharing to my phone, which goes to thousands of people. But, you know, if it's not in a safe environment with one or two people, I'm not going to go there with you. Right. So, yeah, I mean, friends shifted, but who I've attracted along the way has also kind of been my um, symbol of, like, you're moving in the right direction here. Right. Like, I have new friends, and while I never thought I'd have, you know, that in, in my late early 30s late 20s like find new best friends like I have that's the beautiful thing about self-discovery and self-growth is like you're finding new people that meet you exactly where you're at at this moment yeah I mean I couldn't agree with you more on that I feel like again I moved here five six years ago and I never thought I would have the as good of friends as I have right now and they're all people who know me exactly for who I am and what I am right now today and it's really really special and you don't at the time think you're gonna find you know you're like college besties again but then you do it like you your vibe attracts your tribe and you really do attract that and it does come back around and I agree with you I literally some of the people I've known less time I feel way closer with than some of the friends I've known way longer. And it's just because we're on the same wavelength, and that's okay. Um, I feel like I, my brother sent me a quote from Oprah yesterday about <laughs> how we wear a human uniform. And, like, we walk around all day in, like, our human uniform. But I feel like you, like, have never worn your uniform, like, kind of, like, literally and also um, figuratively. <laughs> like, I feel like you're usually quite bare in your clothing but not in a provocative way or like a male attention-seeking way that's never come across for you it's just like this is who I am like it or leave it and I I mean how how old are you now 29 okay so you were like 24 when I met you yeah around that time that you said like I'm no longer doing it yeah so you know 
I think that you quite literally don't wear the human uniform. Um, mm-hmm. It's part of being like a yoga teacher too. Like you lead with your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that you say that. <laughs> I just love that you say that about it. Yeah, like it's just is so. It's just so spot on. It's so like like it oh, makes I, me so happy to hear that. Uh, yeah, I have like I. When sometimes when I see people, I don't see their like human form. I see like what they are, and that can be to my detriment as well because like you happen to like be a shining star. You're authentic, so like you're kind of a hard ass. Like you're scary. <laughs> Like you're you're tough. Like you're not you're not just like you know like all light and light. like you're gonna hold people accountable. Totally. You remind me a lot of um, Sophie Jaffe. Do you know Sophie? No, I don't. Oh, I've got to connect you with Sophie. <laughs> she's a mom of three, but she's like you, and she emits. She's like just beautiful, but like she will go after you if like you're not being authentic and holding yourself accountable. Same like, for sure. I like definitely yeah. vibe with that. I like am so chill stoner, but I'm like if you do not stand by what you should stand by, yeah. then like we're not. It's not kosher. Like I'm gonna right. come for you. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's, like, that's like scary for me, right? Because like I'm used to holding myself accountable. I don't have many other people that are like I have a few, you know. Like, <laughs> scary um i could also see when somebody's kind of like being inauthentic or had like that human uniform like um oprah said like when they have just put on so many layers to protect themselves that like you don't know what they're seeing because like they look a certain way and they act a certain way but like there's someone else inside and like there's this discontinuity or incongruent i don't know it's incongruent in some way anyway a little off topic but you're authentic and um you know, I think even just practicing yoga probably as much as you do and teaching it, like, keeps you very open and aligned. Um, it does. Like, even every every client, like, literally knows, like, if I'm going to show up with, like, a crazy wild hair and, like, n- like no like literally like whatever I feel like people just like at your yes people totally know me for me and that also works to my favor and sometimes it's like not what people want and mm. it's something that I again you you just you have to pick and choose your battles and one of them is I'm gonna be me and that and yeah. you take it or leave it and like that's that's really that and that, that that was also part of my boundaries that I made when I was like when I was around 25 and I was like this is who I am. So if you don't like it, you don't need to be in my sphere. And that's maybe that's the hard part in you, a hard part in me that you're like, that's tough to deal with. Um, but you know, that was something that I did make in myself that I was like, I will no longer tolerate X, Y, Z. And that didn't happen obviously right away. Duh, everything takes time. But that's when I started to be like, I won't deal with this, but I'm going to cherish the things that I love so much more than I ever did because why would I not love like, do you know what I mean? It was like, why would I not nurture the things that I harbor so much in my soul? Yeah. And that's like very intentional. And there's few people that ever get that stop what I call the rat race of life. Like you get a, you get graduated from college and you start a job and then you get promoted and then you get promoted and then you move to the career and then you get promoted and the whole thing. Right. Like there's very few people that, um, like have the courage to stop the rat race and soul search and find the answers and then have the behaviors align with the 
feelings. Like um, the first thing I do with my Fort the Noise students, which is my online courses for modern mindful eating, is has nothing to do with food. It is helping them discover or rediscover or reclaim their values because oftentimes we think that we should value something because of the way we're raised or we just haven't taken time to really think about what do I value in life and so we're we're prioritizing the wrong things Um, and when you see the list of like what you prioritize oftentimes with my clients who come to me with like you know they're obsessed with looking a certain way and dieting and all that stuff like when they see that like looking a certain way or whatever is so much lower priority than like being a good daughter or sister right. or wife or whatever, they start to recognize that their behaviors aren't aligning with who they want to be. Right. So it's a very conscious process that you inherently are. <laughs> no, I, I, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I feel like you have more to add to that though. Um, I do. No, I just feel. I just. I. It, I love how she's. She's. She's looking at me as if I'm like. I'm, I'm not like quizzing you at all. But you know, one thing I do want to ask is, um, we asked about how personal relationships maybe like have been changed. Which obviously, at first, like it was more of a like an at first when it when this all began because it was an. It's a natural thing. It's like it's it's just life. It is what it is. But. I wanted to ask you, how have your own, like, personal, you know, your relationship with Evan, like, personal relationships, like, really, I'm talking, like, not just your friends, your deep personal relationships, how have they changed since you've decided to be, to detach, not just, I want to, like, I want to say, I want people to understand that when I say detach from social media, I mean from social media and just, like, the world, because it's, for you, our phones are our jobs, so when we look at our phones, we are we're we're naturally working or like trying to work towards something. So how has it been for your personal, like not just your friendships, you. your personal I relationships? I hear you. Um, I'd say my personal relationship, my now husband. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Been together. We just got married a year, almost less than a year ago. Um, I'd say uh, far more intimate because. Um, when you are just fully present for somebody, you are hearing them. And there are so many times I witness relationships where, you know, the wife or the husband or the boyfriend or the girlfriend is like on their phone and they're scrolling and the other one's talking and they're like, they're just like in different spheres mentally and they're just like living life on, you know, parallel lives. Um, and that's not, that's not what I want. I don't mm-hmm. want a parallel life with my partner. I want to live parallel because we have our own worlds and careers and stuff but I want to weave into each other's life um and be present and ask questions and immerse myself in his job and have him immerse in my job or my friends and so I'd say the best thing that comes of it is a new level of intimacy when the phone is not constantly um interrupting like it so does whether it's checking the news or google or all these things that like pull our our immediate attention away from another because it's right there um you are more intimate and it is fully felt by others um and they give it back to you because it feels so good and natural Mm -hmm. and i just want to put out there that even my own boyfriend who has 
not many followers on Instagram, spends many hours on Instagram. So this isn't like just a one-sided thing at all. It's like he could spend as many hours on Barstool on Instagram. It doesn't matter how many followers you have or don't have. So I kind of just wanted to put that out there because it's not just like a influencer or you have this many followers type of thing. It's like any human being could be stuck on what, looking at any social media app for a very, very long time and becoming into immersed themselves, like without having any influence on the world at all. Like at least they're, you know, at least we know that the, the information we're putting out there is at least being received, but there are people who just sit on their phones and are just addicted. So that doesn't, so, you know, for anyone who's listening, who may have someone who's just addicted to their phone, this also goes out to detaching yourself entirely. And I think that, like, actually the consumer is at most risk because, like, I mean, on my social media with my job, I follow a lot of inspiring people, but, Mm -hmm. like, I also follow a lot of stuff that, like, I really don't give a shit about. Like, I follow tons of food bloggers where, like, I don't care about your recipe. Like, I I don't know. Like, that's not where I'm at at this point in my life, but, like, I still love them as people. So Of course. Of course. So, like, I, it's very easy for me to not, like, care about what happening in that in that world whereas general consumer like they're just consuming it all in a different way totally it's like for me it's it's so no that's why i said when we're on our phones it's it's like to me my phone is work like it deeply is like when i want to watch tv tonight my phone will be in the bedroom when i'm out here watching a show Okay. You know, You're really good at separating. I'm not that good at it, but like I've been trying to do. Do you, do you follow the Skinny Confidential? I follow, but not too closely. Okay. Well, so very, very quickly, she's she was talking about something on a recent podcast that she was on, and I'll send it to you. And she was talking about time management, and yeah. I just and she just was talking about like when she puts her phone away because her phone really is work, and like when she doesn't. So I've literally like. If you look over like, at today, like today is like a whole list of like hourly by hourly, like dr- like how much I've drank to every single thing, because like you want to like understand where like your time management and where everything is going. And it was just like super, super, super fascinating. So I just like wasn't sure if you were into her at all, because she's someone who I look at and I'm like, how does she because she does a lot. She really does a lot. She, I don't yeah. know if you see her. She's like a new mom, but she's always doing so much. And I'm like, how can I maximize my time? Like, I love seeing like how people are able to do that. That's why I wanted to have you because I'm sure as you've detached, you probably picked up other things as well. Yeah, I mean, I think that like not being so addicted to the efficiency of doing is really important to me and feeling mm-hmm. my life like having a business that like decently runs a lot of itself 50% of the time is important for me because I enjoy hobbies and walking and doing like my mental health is incredibly important and um unfortunately fortunately um because it's not like a bad thing but to keep my mental health in check it requires a lot of like tenderness and love and nurturing and it's summer right now so like walks and movement and like joyful things um so i i get a little overwhelmed when i see specifically moms to be honest like doing so much because it makes me feel like I'll never be able to do it as a mom because I don't have that type of brain where I can I'm very like when I'm in it in Mm -hmm. something I'm in it so if I'm in like 
I create courses. When I'm in course creation mode, like I'm not going to be able to feed a baby at the same time. And I'm like, I don't have a baby. Right maybe now, like, subconsciously, like my brain is saying, because maybe like subconsciously, like my brain is saying, like Alexa, like you need, like this is this is how you need to be living so that you can like maximize your time. Because may, who knows? Who knows? Maybe I'm having baby fever. Like I don't yeah. fucking know. Who knows? Maybe. But like. I don't know what it's been, like for the last week I've been doing it and I don't know why I'm doing it at all. I have no fucking idea, no rhyme, no reason, nothing. I love it. No reason at all whatsoever. I'm just seeing if anything is different or better or changed. But with that being said, I am putting my phone away every night, yes. be- two hours before just, bed. Just to clarify there, Lauren's getting confidential is <laughs> really brilliant. Brilliant. Um, and, I, and I know that I could never keep up with her. Like that brain is just working incredibly hard I mean this is really hard to do I don't know how she has this in her like I have to show you a piece I mean I'm showing her a piece of paper on the screen I just know she's cut from a cloth that I'm not same but I'm try. I would love to have one little piece of that cloth in (laughs) my body and like basically if you could see like the thing she's authentic too well I appreciate the authenticity part but the but the the hustle part is something I am still and that you 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 both have it like I'm still working so yes you do like there's there's a reason I wanted I want to talk to you because you have it you're like so sweet authentic under you're like with the fucking times like you understand that like maybe under other people aren't with it yet but like not everyone needs to see what you're up to all of the fucking time anymore like we got to see the part of you and Evan awesome no more we're great everyone's good we just want to see you once in a while and that you're well and that's like the truth and like I feel like People get so lost in the in the grid and the this and then that and even married women, even mo- mo- mothers, or mothers, whatever, whatever it may be. But I think to break that barrier is not easy, and you have obviously done that very well. And I think, in my personal opinion, the best way one could do it so authentically while sharing. It's not it's not easy, and this is where I'm going to leave it off. It's not easy to share that you're like kind of tuning things down without telling anyone and you did it in such a great way like I noticed it so slowly do you know what I mean like you did it in a way that was like I'm gonna have it's gonna be about me but I'm not gonna not not intentionally think about the people who have been part of this for so long that's why I think whenever you write these long captions you do it with the intent that like okay I haven't spoken to this crowd of people that I'm not like friends with per se but you haven't spoken to them in a while and you want them to understand what you're doing and there's no better way to do that than to say it all out there and not answer every single dm because that's also something i'm sure you want to be done with also myself as well i wouldn't no actually sorry oh not instagram i am i am obsessed with my community and they are my saving grace and i am here for them i am not here for the rat race of growth and hashtags and you know leaving comments on smoking and blowing smoke up other people's butt totally. for the sake of growth but my audience who exists and who takes time to really get to know me and comes for the real me I have all the time in the world for that and that is what I No, um, I agree with you on that but I just think there's so much that can be weeded out when you like are just honest about whatever do you know what I mean I agree with you I think there's obviously like there's so many people that I would consider really good friends that I've never met in my life but I think also that there's that you have that that you are also like weeding out certain energy by saying like hey this is what I'm up to if you are curious this is why and if someone is curious and they want to ask you I'm sure you're not opposed to being like hey 
this is why I'm doing X, Y, Z, if you feel like it, but that's also part of setting boundaries is you don't have to tell anyone why, what you're doing or why you're doing it. Yeah, and if it's, like, a demanding way, too, because I think it sounds like you get, like, a lot of, like, people that, like, demand things of you, maybe. Yeah, it's, like, it's, de- it's weird that you say that. I had a, uh, do you know, honestly, Kate, Katie Sands? Yeah, yeah. I had her on two weeks ago, and we were saying that we feel like people think we're their mouthpiece and like they can just send us all of these things being like, why are you speaking up? Like, I think, you know, I just converted to Judaism and they're like, why aren't you speaking up? Why aren't you doing this? Like, you're the type of person who's totally what? And I'm like, because I will when I do, but I also need to protect who I am and who I am is I need to, I need to take in my, my oxygen and my energy so that when I'm ready to do it and talk about it, which I always do, but I'm not a mouthpiece for anybody. Got it. And when it came, when it comes to um, the social justices of any kind and people telling me that I need to use my platform to blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, that was. That's like really, again, then I brought it up because yes, yes. Recently it's been very tough for me and Katie and I'm sure yourself. It's, it's, it, yeah. it's like, I get it. I'm Jewish. I'm Hispanic. I'm, I, I'm white. I under I get it. I, I have a podcast. I lend it to many black females. It's, it's something that yes, I get a lot of, but I also, you know, in that, I think, I hope people realize at this point, like if I'm not speaking out on that day, I'm probably just protecting who I am. I'm not, not doing anything for the good cause. Yeah, I mean, my, my whole goal when I when I get a message like that is to not be defensive because it's, like, what you want to run to and, and literally just speak my mind to that person, which is, like, hey, I'm a human processing this too, doing my best, you know, will speak out when I'm ready and it's appropriate. Same. Um, like, when I'm, yeah. when I, when I like, fully read about it. Like, I, I, I yeah. that's, like, something I always have to, like, to be honest, I'm not going to do anything without reading. And that's something for another time. But yes, recently it's been something that is something that comes up so often in my inbox. It's like, how come you're not speaking out more or doing this more? And I'm like, I do so much. I'm like, you really must, but not, you're not listening or hearing to me then if you're saying that because I have so many resources and things out there and, and many conversations publicly to be had. So for me, it, it as you see me, I'm getting like, tense and worked up because it is it's it's not easy being young and wanting to put your putting putting yourself out there out there not putting yourself out there wanting to protect your peace but also wanting to be there for others it's not an easy feat you know but it's but but again I, I protect my peace all the time like I don't let people get to me but it definitely is something that that I am working that I'm that I'm constantly working on and I'm like I'll be so annoyed and my boyfriend will be like, why are you so upset? I'm like, because all these 25 people are mad that I didn't do this. He's like, who? Like, do you know any of them? I'm like, no, but I feel like some obligation and that's something that I broke down that I was like, I'm not obligated to do anything for anyone but myself. And Katie and I actually, it was important to bring up on the podcast because she was, you know, there's not that many opportunities to really say like, hey, like I will always speak for the injustices, but I'm not held, I'm not your mouthpiece. I'm never going to do something because you DM me and said, you should be doing this. Like, that's not, that's not something we all signed up for. We do that out of love and when we're all ready and when we're educated on it. And that's something, there, there's a reason why, like, maybe Katie and I didn't talk about it until a day later because we needed to, to, to read about it and, and see for ourselves because I'm not going to repost something. And that's also part of social media of letting go and being like, I'm going to watch CNN and I'm going to reach out to my loved ones. And like, that's a big part of detachment that I think 
is probably the biggest part. Like, have conversations at home and in your actual community. Like, I think that people forget that we have, like, that we're facing it at home and doing that type of work is just so, so important. So totally hear what you and Katie mean when, and the... Um, the kind of, that's what I meant, the kind of, like, DMs recent, like, in the past three months, I feel like, that have, that have been surfacing for me. I'd say majority of the people that kind of, like, came at me in any way, I'd say, for lack of a better word, I'd say 98% of them, because there's one who didn't, but 98% of them um, apologized and, like, retracted. Most people I've been able to obviously change. I'm not, I'm not one to ever fight. I'm never going to fight yeah. anyone on anything. No. I'm just like, I will, I just answer respectfully and kindly. Yeah. And like, that's the person I'm always going to be like, no matter how annoying I find it or how unannoying I find it. Um, but I think that that's what like separates you and I from a lot of people is that we're able to say like, okay, you can go feel that way. I'm not affected by that. And a lot of people don't have that in them to just be like, okay, that sucks for you, but I'll, in a couple of days, you'll hear from me, no doubt about it. But it, that's not easy for a lot of people, and I think that's why it's so important to have you on here and to have you speak out because it's really rare, and I think, you know, especially being a married woman <laughs> and having your own, like, your own business and successes and your husband having his own, like, if anyone does follow you, they know that you guys are two separate entities that have come together. Like, it's, if you, if you don't, if, if, like, by following her, you don't know that already, then you're missing out on the whole picture. <laughs> like, honestly, you are. You're, like, no one's realizing that you're, like, you. You, you, we are, I am this circle. He is that circle. It's not like we're uniting. We are just being better together. So yeah. I think it's so rare to meet somebody like that. And like I said, I met you almost five, six years ago when neither of us were in this place of seriousness. And we probably were in a more vain state where we were like, whatever, we'll post this, we'll do this. But now where we are now is very different. And how we want to portray ourselves and share our relationships is way different. And I think... I think this is where I want to end it is that I'm just so grateful that you are somebody that I personally know and somebody I know that is out there who wants the best for other people and whether they see that or not, that's what you're always trying to, to I'm not going to say sell, but I don't know what word to use, but that's what you're trying to get, tell people is like, do this. You're going to have a better life if you do, like, if you follow, yeah. just follow my lead for two seconds, I promise you'll be a little bit better off. And I feel like people need to understand that that's like an okay way to be. And it doesn't make you less relevant or less cool or less anything. It really makes you, to be completely honest, way more stronger. I think it's harder to fight off the part of the world that thinks you're, what you're doing is so different because they're all doing the same thing. And I'm just really grateful that you were one willing to come on here and be vulnerable about it because a lot of people aren't like they just aren't they don't want to I've I've done this multiple times and it's and it's been deleted they don't want to talk about it. like it's it's the truth of the matter so it's to me it matters so much and it means so much for you to be real about this because it's 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 important and I hope you know people who listen are around 21 to 27 and I think it's really important at that age to be a sponge and to take in especially what you're saying right now more than any more more than anything especially in the climate of the world so what are the final words you can leave us with uh final words that i could leave you with mm -hmm. is to um trust yourself and spend more time watering your your own grass the more time i spend on me and in my own lane 
the less everything kind of just falls to the wayside. Um, and notice when you are spending too much time looking at your, you know, your neighbor's yard, so to speak, looking at what other people are doing or comparing yourself and channel that back home. Well, Lisa, I love you so very much. I'm so glad we reconnected. As anybody, as I hope anyone knows, you should, if you feel a vibe with someone, you should reconnect with them. I'm sure they have the same feeling. And I'm really grateful for you for coming on. And I know that every vibey person on here will be like, oh, thank you for talking about it. Thank you for somebody saying something about this. So again, I love you. Thank you. And I'm really glad that we spoke. Thanks for having me on. Of course.